screen. What's going on, everybody? This is Gratitude Unfiltered. I am your host, Joshua T. Berglund. It is so good to see you guys tonight. <laughs> I uh, I completely goofed up on my uh, my background there. Anyway, good evening. We are live. It's Monday night. Um, really excited to be here. We had a really amazing guest, and unfortunately, she had to cancel. We had something wrong with her back. Uh, a little unfortunate. So I again unprepared, and I thought, well, I still feel like doing the show. So what the heck am I going to talk about? So I'm going to have to heavily rely on you guys today to communicate and uh, let's just have a conversation tonight because I don't really have anything, but what's up, Kimberly? Good to see you. Oh, really quick, uh, radio podcast audience, if you're watching on the Binge Network right now on Amazon Fire, uh, Roku, Apple TV, any of those, uh, anything on your smart TV, uh, welcome. You can join the conversation live at facebook.com slash gratitude unfiltered. Again, I'm the host, Joshua T. Berglund, and I'm happy to see you guys. Um, and the, for the new audience, I do this a lot. I'll just hop on here. I'm not prepared, don't have anything planned out or scripted, but I'm just going to trust that the spirit will speak through me because I wanted to have a conversation about those moments. And it kind of came to me about 20 minutes before <laughs> the show started. This is what we're going to talk about. Um, how many of you have ever felt like you're, you're, you're just at this place in your life and you're talking to God and you're talking to God and you just kind of not, you're not feeling God. And it's like, where are you at, man? Where are you at? And, and the funny thing about that is how you can have those moments, even, even if like, if it's, you're having the moment in that day, and that's obviously what you're thinking about in that moment is like, okay, I need to connect to you, God right now. Where are you at? And already forgetting the fact that, you know, he'd shown up so big, like, you know, just the day before or the day before that. And, but the, over this, this weekend, after Friday night show, I, after Friday night show where I cried again, because I got emotional thinking about what Christ has done for me in my life. And, but Saturday and Sunday, I had the hardest time connecting to God. I had the worst time. And I don't even know why. And so I'm thinking, okay, what, what is possibly could have changed? Because I had one of the most epic weekends ever. My weekend was insane. Yet, at the same time, I felt very disconnected from God. And it was strange. And so retracing my weekend on Saturday outside of my quiet time and going to the gym, I got to work private security for a 420 party in the Hollywood Hills. This amazing house of an investor, very young girl that's done very, very well for herself, had a 420 party. And there were some celebrities there and it was there was cannabis everywhere, every kind of cannabis you can imagine. Every like there was people dabbing. It was madness for seven hours. But my job, when a couple of celebrities got there, like Chris Brown and uh, Scott Storch, I had to guard the, the, can of, the table that they were at. And that was a very interesting experience. But, you know, there was a fly on the wall. But, you know, like I, it, everyone was happy. There was like it was a high vibrating place, maybe because everybody was high. 
there wasn't like any dark energies, although I do think Chris Brown may be a lizard. I think that that's possible. Um, anyway, I think it is, it could be, it could be possible. Something about his eyes. Anyway, but I can't, I mean, like I was talking to God the whole time, but, and, but yet I just couldn't feel like feeling present. And it was a very odd feeling. And I had a moment of panic thinking about, oh God, like what am, what am I going to do if I'm not connected to him? What am I going to do? What's up, Paul? How you doing, man? Um, hey, Zenfu. Good to see you. Kimberly, good to see you. Um, but like, what am I going to do? I had this moment of panic. And, and just to let you know, like the last, uh, last two weeks, I really haven't done much. I've just, I really read the Bible a lot and like listened to a lot of sermons and really try to spend time with God because that's what I felt led to do. And I had the opportunity to do it. And so I fasted and for just for three days and, but I did. And then I was just a lot of time with God. And then that was like this first time I'd gone out in the world. And I kind of felt like a kid going off to college. I, I think that that's a fair way to describe it. Going out because I knew I was going to this, and uh, uh, every one of these parties I've been to, working security or just random parties I get to go to, and the hills, they're a lot of fun because the view is amazing. Like the Hollywood Hills view is the my favorite thing in the world. So getting to work there and getting to hang out, like getting along with people, it's kind of like I'm getting to party, but I'm getting paid to be there, which is kind of awesome, you know? Because nothing ever happens, it's pointless. It's really, honestly, the only reason why I get the gigs is because it's really just to feed someone's ego. Like the people I've guarded, it's just an ego thing. It's so weird. What am I gonna do, kung fu on somebody? Oh my gosh. Anyway, good to see you, man. Glad you're good, bro. So, but like, I, it wasn't like I was doing something mischievous, right? Because usually it's something when I, you know, if I while out or, you know, like if I party really hard, like in the past, that's when I was like, okay, that's obvious that I'm going to feel disconnected from God. But even this weekend where I'm having an amazing time working on Saturday and, but I wasn't connected and I felt lost. I was like, crap, what do I do? It was like, I was left on my own for a little bit and I didn't really understand that. So then Sunday happens. I go to church or I go work out in the morning, do my quiet time, go work out, then go to church for Easter Sunday or happy Passover Sunday and a resurrection day. Um, even at church, like I couldn't connect. And if you ever go to Radiance International in, 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 in West Hollywood, that is a holy place. Like that is a very supernatural, that church is small, but man, it's mighty. Um, There's some very powerful people <laughs> there that, you know, just love the Lord. They're just, it's an amazing energy in that building. Uh, but I, I, I couldn't connect either. And I was so bothered by that. <clears throat> I was like, is this, is this something that's so, like, it, 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 is this what it's supposed to feel like? Am I supposed to miss God this much? Because I felt alone. And I'm going somewhere with all this. I think. I think I have a, an aha moment with this. But 
So go to church, can't connect, I'm frustrated. My friend Crystal invites me to this get together on Easter at another party in the Hollywood Hills. That was amazing. Um, that experience was also terrific. And I don't think there was many believers there, except for Crystal and I, but there was still good people, amazing energy, so much fun. And then I, that's where I met Ron White and I got to hang out with Ron White like all day and talk to Ron White. Like we just talked. He volunteered to come on my show. And I like, it was this surreal experience, right? And he's one of the funniest people alive and I'm talking to him and just really getting to know him and like know some stuff that I don't know if other people know. And it was really, really cool. It was an amazing experience. And he said he wanted to come on the show. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this could be happening. And I have his cell phone number. And like, I know that that can be one of the biggest blessings ever in my life to have that. I mean, that would obviously bring a few more people <laughs> that would become aware of the show, like a couple more, like two or three more. And it only takes one to, to change everything. But like, even then, like I just wanted to, to be near and I just, I, and I, and I felt alone, even though I was experiencing, what's up Vanna? You have felt this Rebecca? I don't know what the uncovering means. I right, good to see you. Um, but even in this magical moment of talking to somebody that literally, and he told me, by the way, Ron White has this amazing gratitude unfiltered story, like something that fits this show. His, this story is amazing. And I think, I believe what he's going to come on the show and tell is the source of his pain that has led to his comedy greatness. I think that that's what's going to happen. And Crystal, if you're watching, is this possibly accurate? Because that's how I know him is because of you. And you're coming on the show too, which is gonna be awesome, can't wait. Um, anyway, sorry, got off track. But this is magical, this is happening. Like I'm sitting going, man, God, thank you. I'm sitting there thanking God over and over and over thinking, this phone, this show started on a telephone and now a year and a half later, God has blessed the show this much to have these opportunities, which leads to the, the Monday surprise today. But it, it, it is like, God is so good. And like, I'm talking to God, praising God. And I'm, God's like, I got nothing for you. <laughs> Talk to me. Talk to me. I'm saying thank you right now, God. Thank you for like these, all of these amazing, I mean, I just made amazing contacts this weekend that they're just terrific, right? And, and I just want to say thank you. And I can't connect to them. Today, Ed Milet came up, like just popped in my head. I go, oh crap, I need to follow up with him because we've been going back and forth for six months about him coming on the show. I told him I've got my own distribution. I can do it anytime. He can do it in his underwear <laughs> at, his, at his house. And uh, he's coming on the show May 8th at 3 p.m. Pacific. Ed Milet, amazing. And he's, he's, a, he's an amazing man of God too. Like I'm not, I don't even know that much about him, to be honest with you, but I heard a story about him. 
that made me say, I got to interview this guy. And I don't know how public information it is, but like, I got to talk to this guy. So I don't, I, I, I know he's a baller in every sense of the word, but I don't know that much about him, but I'm honored that he agreed to come on the show. So Darian, thank you for setting that up, buddy. Um, so I still, by the way, like that happened to me because it was confirmation and why that meant more to me. And I guess the reason what I'm trying to say is like, I really believe that sometimes God, go, when he goes silent, even when you're praising him, like I, I have this belief that he's about to just show up and like throw you a surprise party. So today, I'm, this was leading somewhere, I promise. Today it hit me that I should still be in jail. Like it hit me. As I was thanking God for the opportunity and, and just knowing how much the show has been blessed to have these opportunities and some of the other celebrities and like people that are like working to change the world. Some the people that are coming on the show over the next few months is, is just, it is so such a blessing. But I was sitting there today thinking after Ed Milet confirmed that just how amazing God is because I got a second chance and, and to have, I, I, I am still so humbled by all of this. I'm still so humbled by all of it. Like I, I swear to you, I hope I never get an ego because I just appreciate so much like the support from all of you guys. Um, and like for all that distance from God and then today it was like, boom, and I'm not even done with the amazing things that have happened today. But just thinking about all of the people that believed in me and supported me, like that are watching the show now, And like, and to know what's happened, like with this is on a hundred platforms worldwide and I'm crying like a baby, but they're tears of gratitude. Like you guys don't get it. I mean, no, some of you do that, you know, you, you, you were there from the very beginning. Like I, all I ever wanted to do was be a radio host, <laughs> but I worked with complex disabilities for 18 years and like loved that business. I loved, I loved fighting for people who could not fight for themselves. I have such a passion for people with disabilities. That is something that I, I just grew up around and in, and I have such passion for that, that population. But all I ever wanted to do was to be a radio host and to think that like after that, that show fell through on Fox business and, and I was like, well, that's it. It's done. Uh, and, and then to think that literally that the show, the direction it's going is basically that same show that was on Fox business, all of this in a year and a half. So I'm humbled by all of you. I'm so grateful to all of you. Um, and, and God came up big and then to find out, like some of y'all have heard me talk about this lash product. Um, I can, she is going to kill me if I do this, but I'm going to do it really fast. So this is it. This is not the color, but 
this applies false lashes. And um, this is about to come out with a bang. Um, it's going to be on Good Morning America. Uh, it's going to be out on Alibaba. Uh, it's going to be like distributed all over the world. And um, we got amazing news today. And I'm, it's not even, it's not even, a, the joy's not even about me, but I remember when I first found out about the idea of this when she invented this product almost three years ago. And to watch someone's dream and like just to know the process of the frustration of like, when you, when you're, you have a product idea to go from idea to finished product to distribution is one of the most challenging things in the world to do. It's so tough. It's so tough. And to watch someone's invention come to life and be distributed globally and already have like massive things set in stone for it, to watch someone's dream come true like that is the coolest thing. Like I just helped develop the product. I was just blessed to be their guy. <laughs> like I'm telling you. But to see the process, to know the process, and to see someone's dream come true is so special. And so I, what I want to tell I, what I want to tell you is this. I told two success stories in a way. I mean, they're not they're unfinished success stories, but I want to I want to say something that I really, really mean. And I've said this before and it pissed people off, but I'm going to say it again. There's so many of you out there right now that are watching that are always participating. You're always watching people's Facebook lives. You know, you're always commenting. You're always sharing. You're always like you're spreading the love, right? You're in your and you're supporting everybody else. <clears throat> it is my belief that more than half of you that do that, if you took, spent about half of the time doing that and putting, investing that other energy into yourself, you would be just like the people's videos and the messages and the, and the, and the platform like, it's just as likely that it's going to be you there and people watching you. Some of you guys have such amazing, powerful, trans uh, transformational stories that are just dying to come out of you. And see, for those of you that are ambitious enough with your story and your message, you can take something as simple as a Facebook Live, turn it into a podcast, Get it on online radio, turn it into a blog, distribute that out, get it on all the podcast networks, then take it to streaming TV. Anyone can do that with the same content that you started on Facebook Live. There's, it's work. But some of you guys have so much greatness in you and you're watching in the, on the social media sidelines, so to speak. And I swear to you, cause I've talked to some of you guys and just hearing the message that comes out of your mouth. Like, I just want to encourage you guys. There's something that comes out of speaking your truth and there's something that comes out of it and, there, and, and it's the truth that you speak 
in in the in what it attracts back can open up a whole new world for you guys. I know it has me. And I'm not anything special. I I just wanted it. I wanted to make a childhood dream come true. What is what is your childhood dream? What did you imagine yourself being? What did you pretend to be? You know, and like some of you wanted to be a princess. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, let's get to the root of what that is about. Some of you wanted to be a professional f- football player or basketball player, but you're 4'11 and five foot. But, you know, you can go to when you get into a situation like that you or what you've pretended to be and you can try to like go on, what is it? What was it about football? I really liked or basketball. What was it? Why did I passion? Was it just playing? You know, you can discover so much there. And then, of course, you can think about your traumas and the things that, you know, that uh, that your, your trials and tribulations and think about that and think about an injustice in the world that you care about, like your purpose is, is right in there. And somehow I bet you're a, 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 the root of those things that you dreamed of being as a child is there too. And I just believe that we can make our dreams come true. I just believe that it's almost guaranteed if we speak our truth, we use that to, to bless other people. We use our gifts to help other people, to empower other people, to help other people overcome. Or maybe it's just speaking life into them or listening. Whatever your gift is, using it for other people. I think if you do that, I just really believe that you can create the lives you dreamed of. And some of them, man, the more I talk to people and we start talking about you know, what they dreamed of being when they were kids and they're, you know, what they were, or what they daydream about or fantasize about. I'm not talking sex, fantasize as far as, you know, the life that they want. To me, I almost every time it goes back to something in the childhood. I know it is for me. But I just, I want to encourage you guys that you guys have, a, you know, a, a voice Some of you guys that are, again, hanging out on the social media sidelines, man, start talking. Because you never know who's going to listen. Here's another thing. You never know whose life, who needed to hear the message that you had. But even from an opportunity, like I want to give you and expand the picture of what's possible here. Someone may see your Facebook Live and go, they need to write a book. I'm going to help them write a book. And, and they're not like, and I'm not talking about one of those people that'll scam you. I'm talking about someone legit because they believe in your message. You never know, and depending on where you live, but when a movie producer is, is sitting around or somebody that, you know, is a writer or someone that's in the entertainment business and they hear they, you talk about something and they want to turn that into a movie. You never know. I mean, there's so many extraordinary things or maybe it's just that message is you kept somebody from committing suicide 
But the possibilities that it opens up for you are endless, whether it's radio, TV aspirations. The truth is you don't need to be like you can, anyone can be on TV now. It's not like it's some big, I mean, to be, it's all, it, it, look, it is a blessing to be on a hundred platforms. Does it mean I'm getting paid? Not yet. Not yet. You know, it's a great opportunity, but the reality is it's just, just distribution. When having the opportunity to be able to, you know, market it and things like that, I mean, I do everything myself right now. It's work, but it's possible for you is what I'm saying. I have to be, I, I want to talk about this too. I, I was um, offering teaching people how to do podcasts free. Um, I spoke to, I had over 30 people take me up on the offer. Two people saw it through. It's work, <laughs> but you can do it. And you don't need to be, you do not need to be in LA to do it. This show started in San Diego. It started on the roof of a gym. It was a nice gym, but <laughs> there was a swimming pool up there. But that's where the show started. Anybody can do it. Anybody. And some of you guys, man, some of you sat around and dream, dreamed, you dreamed of being an actress, you dreamed of being a talk show host or a news reporter, a sportscaster. Oh my gosh, some of you like a play-by-play, -play, like, oh, but I cannot stand watching sports next to a play-by-play -play guy. But guess what? If you're passionate about it, God bless you. God bless you. Keep doing it. I don't like it, but it's, it's not about me. That's your thing, do it. And that's the deal. You can create your own voiceover stuff now and submit it. You don't have to be in LA to do that. You can, it, you, you, like you could start a podcast on, you know, the, the play by doing play by play stuff. Um, I mean, there's so many different ways to spin it and create it and it's all possible and it's all available for you. It's all available for you. I did it. And I did it, I didn't have money. Like, man, I, I gotta tell you, God has been so good to me for me to be able just to get by and survive long enough and to be able to, to keep this show going. Because yeah, I mean, it's cost me a little bit of money, but the way I figured out how to do things, like I didn't have anyone to help me. I just did the work and was willing to screw up and fail miserably. And I figured out a method that works really well and it happens really fast. And I did it by myself. I mean, with the support, you know, as far as the behind the scenes stuff, I did it myself. You, I couldn't have done it without you guys. There's no way. That's why you're, that's why Facebook is still a part of the show, even though it's on TV because I freaking love you guys. Thank you, Lou. What's up, Roman? Good to see you, buddy. Hey, plug your album, man. Um, yeah, Roman, plug your album. God bless you, Paul. Ah, uh, God bless you, Peggy. I appreciate you. You're getting me right in the heart, man. It's time to step up even more. I let, yes, that's what I'm talking about. I let fear take over too much. How many of you guys are like her? 
Thank you, Vanna. So how many of you guys are like that? Let's see what else is here. No, you're full. No, I love you, Zenfu. Thank you. Uh, for the radio audience, your vulnerability is courageous and it connects to people's hearts. It's beautiful. Thank you. I love you too, Vanna. Thank you. Um, so God, like, again, I don't know if there's this gap. Like, I, I'm testing a theory here because this is my experience. So the whole point of all of this was I had a weekend full of epic, amazing adventure that I wish I could show pictures. Like, it's just not the thing to do, you know? The Chris Bound picture was something else, but still, because that was just a cool picture. Anyway, but, like, being disconnected from God over the weekend, even though I was constantly talking to him, plus I was kind of afraid. Like, I, when you go to, like, a, 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 a party like that, sometimes there can be some really dark energy. So like I was on guard talking to God before I even went to the event to work. And then even when I, before I went to the party on Sunday, which both the energies were amazing again on Saturday because everyone was high, but you know, 420 party, but Sunday, Sunday was different and Sunday was amazing. I can't wait for Ron White to tell his gratitude unfiltered story, but the whole time talking to God, praising God, wanting to stay connected, just wanting to know that I'm going to keep making right decisions. And like, I'm not going to succumb to, to anything that normally would get me when I go to a party, but he's not talking back. I don't feel him. And then all of a sudden out of the blue comes huge grand slam blessings. And I'm not going to pretend, hey, Cinnamon, good to see you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, look, I think everyone's story is important. That's why I was sharing all the stuff I did earlier in, in, in this broadcast. And I, I love just having like, I don't, I don't care how famous you are. Like I, I care about, you know, I wanted him interviewing the nonprofits that that's something I'm so excited about. And some of them are huge and some of them aren't. That said, I do understand the magnitude of having someone like Ed Milet come on the show. I mean, even if it's 10 more people <laughs> that discover the show, I mean, you just never know. And then some of the other guests that are coming on. Like, it's all, it's more exposure and it's great because it would be cool to get paid to do this, to have sponsors for the show, like legitimate true sponsors where, you know, they pay to, for me to promote them and stuff. And then, you know, when we have the audience to be able to justify that. And, you know, I mean, that would be amazing. Because there's nothing in the world that makes me happier than doing this. Nothing. Even like I had nothing prepared today. It was like 20 minutes. It dawned on me. What do we, let's talk about what it's like when God, you don't feel God connected to you. But I swear to you today, the I met, I let, uh, Ed Milet thing, I just was bawling. Not because of who it is, but it's like God saying, hey, 
I'm going to level you up. To whatever level, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But again, even if it's 10 more people, that's God saying, I'm going to level you up. I'm going to give you an opportunity here. Because everyone freaking loves Ed Milet. I don't know how many followers he has and how many people actually know him, but I mean, it's a big deal and it's an honor. But it's also a blessing from God because I have nothing to do with it. Because I've been trying to schedule this for six months. <laughs> it wasn't exactly, wasn't working out. But it worked out. He's confirmed. And I'm so grateful for that because I should still be in jail. Like, I can say it smiling, and then sometimes I'm going to say it breaking down crying because I didn't like it when I was only there for five days. That was not fun. That was not the most pleasurable experience of my life. God, the floors are hard. And it's so cold. It's so cold. And I'm a baby when it's cold. Oh. I... My desperation for relationship with the Lord really became clear to me this weekend because I felt like going off to college really far away this weekend, going to those two events. Like what choices would I make this time? How far would I take it? Would I be responsible? Would I be, you know what I mean? Like just going, because I know what I've done in the past. I'm going to put you in this situ these situations to see how you behave. I'm convinced that God put that there for a reason. And I would say I passed. But I got to tell you, It's a lot more, it's, it's a lot easier to go through life when you know that God is with you and God has your back and God has your best interest at heart. I, being able just to know that I've been forgiven and to know that, like, through this relationship with Christ, I will be able to accomplish more of what's pure and, 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 and what's it? Like when I say pure, I just mean, look, I want to be successful. I want to be, I really want to be successful because... I want to be the guy that gives so stupidly. Like when I had money before, I was the guy that would buy everybody 1942. I was the $500 bar tab jerk. That was that guy. Because I bought everybody's drinks, I thought I could just be the world's biggest a-hole. You know, and then, of course, the drugs and all of that stuff added to it. So all that money I could piss away, pardon the term, but all that money I could piss away on buying people drinks, this time when I'm successful, I'm going to bless other people's lives. 
and give to organizations that need it. Not very few churches will I give to. Very few ministries. Some yes, but I will, I I am declaring that I will be a radical giver, and I will always put Christ above everything else. Now, backstory, really quick. I had an opportunity to be play a, like a main part in a music video this weekend on Saturday. And it was one of those situations where I was going to have to go an hour away. Um, but it was going to be a major role to, to be in this thing. And I was just like, I, I honestly, I, I wanted to do, I mean, it's like, yeah, this would be fun. But I was given an opportunity to work private security. <laughs> I chose private security over being in the music video, not out of fear, but it did not sit right in my spirit at all. And I've already walked off of one set. I had to do fake cocaine and it, it just, it, like I, I walked, I ended up walking off cause it just was torturing my soul. I couldn't do it. It was, it was not a good environment for me. And for some reason like it, I felt that in my spirit. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to do it. And then I go to this other event. And it wasn't the celebrities that were there on Saturday that made a difference. It actually was the person that wasn't a celebrity that was like this really, really powerful, amazing connection for me. And, you know, it's going to just really help the mission and what we're trying to accomplish here. And um, so that relationship has saved my life and it's become everything to me. Um, and I guess the whole point of this, this show was wanting to encourage you because if you have ever had one of those moments or have had days, sometimes a week where you feel like you can't connect to God, even though you're talking to him and you're, you know, you're praising him and everything else. Like, Hey, Hey, where you at, man? I'm saying, I'm saying, thank you. Where are you? I want to encourage you to hang on because God never leaves us. But I'm convinced that God loves surprise parties. I'm convinced. After this weekend, being dis disconnected from God, honoring him, even this weekend, even though I couldn't connect, like not trying to be of the world, staying true to who I was, had amazing experiences, nothing to feel sorry for. Monday, God, ta-da! And I think the real surprise is coming later this week. So hang on is the point. Even if you feel, you don't feel so close to God, even if you don't so feel, feel so close to God, and you're still talking to him, keep talking to him. I'm convinced he's got something very special to surprise you with. God bless you. Have a good night.